0: Welcome to We Have Fun. I'm we Back,
1: welcome to We Have Fun. We have fun. Welcome to We have fun
0: We fun We have fun We have fun We have fun We
2: have fun here. We have fun fun Why, though? Why, though? something we're, special. We're going to start it again. Okay. Douglas? Yes. Sweet, sweet baby Douglas. Dangle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust it anymore. I don't either. Like, I see that it's working, but I don't trust that it necessarily is. We have played this game long enough to know not to trust things ever. Five damn years. I've been getting into a thing, I don't know, recently, but... Where I just, like... After a certain period of time, everything that happens after five years is just five years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I have only a few winter jackets. I'll say this. I have three winter options. Right. For jackets. Okay. I have... Yes, I have, I have this leather jacket with the Sherling. Mm-hmm. I have, like, an honest-to-goodness Columbia winter jacket with, like, those, like, three-in-one with, like, the inner shell and, like, the pack- packable You, you only hood. break that out in, like, extreme winter. Yeah, no, I only break that out after, like, January when it gets down to, like, negative three for fun. Polar vortex. Yeah, right? And then I have, when it's, like, 36 to, like, 44, and it's just, like, a thick... Um, with two C's. With eh, maybe like two Q's. Two Q's. Yeah, it's a oh. it's a thick hoodie. Um, who makes the hoodies? A lot of people. <laughs> no, who makes the like contractor hoodies? Is that like the Carhartt thing? Carhartt. Yeah. That's. I have a Carhartt, and then I have like a thick denim jacket that goes over top of that. Because otherwise, I was gonna say DC, but you're not a skater boy. I was a skater boy at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Interessante. Hard to believe it, right? That lasted like six months. I fell. Wow. I fell exactly once, and I went, you know what? Not for me. Well, the fact that it took you six months to fall is pretty impressive in itself. Yeah, it was mostly just like riding down a hill.
0: Right. I mean, the first time I
2: ever went ice skating, I fell right on my caboose and bruised my tailbone and haven't been ice skating ever since. Oh, sure. That's the smart option. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that like 80% of my concussions came on a frozen pond. (laughs) In the same day, so... How many are we talking here? Like five or six. Wow. Is that the 80% or is that the total concussions? Oh, no, it's like... I don't know the real math. I'm not great at math, but I'd say three or four came on a frozen pond. Oh, okay. Uh, one of them came in a football game <coughs> at the RMU Bubble Dome, and that one's well documented. I know I've talked about that one on the podcast. It has. I believe I uploaded it. Yeah, I believe you did, too. Nary a week ago. Hmm. It could have been more. I don't know. Well, we, we just dated this podcast, this and you know what I don't like to do. <sighs> podcast. Yeah, it's true. We haven't had 18 episodes yet, so it's still underage, Kevin, so. Better
0: delete those pictures.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, but the funny thing is that I was actually getting in my car to come here, <laughs> and I thought I really should wear the Columbia jacket more because, like, it does the job. Like like the leather one is like, it's fashionable, but yeah. like it's, in certain temperatures, it's dog shit. Mm-hmm. But the, the Columbia one is good. All sorts of yeah, cozy. As the as the kids say nowadays on their tickety talk, it's fucking mint. Is that what they say? They say that. I don't say that. They say that. Oh, kids are the worst. I know. I know. But anyway, this jacket's fucking mint. That's why we're not having any. Right. That's why we're not having any. And uh, I was like, well, I've only had that jacket for a couple of years. And then I thought, no, no. My parents gave it to me before I went to college because, I, you know, you know Johnstown. I do know I know Indiana. Those winters don't fuck around, boy. They don't. And they're like, well, you're going to need, like, an actual winter jacket because you wear a hoodie. And you're going to need it in September. (laughs) Yeah, truly. And that was... Nine years ago. A little bit more than a couple. A little bit more than five. Yeah. Almost twice as many as five. Almost. Almost. Not quite. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So that that jacket's uh, nine years old.
0: You will have graduated high school ten years ago in just a few short
2: months. I know. Tell me about it. Wow. You're so old and you look it too. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm happy to be filling that out finally. still get carded though. Yeah. the ripe old age of 27, I still get carded. I got carded last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You uh, stepping out on me? You uh, you going to strange bars with strange men without your k <laughs> Well, actually, yes.
1: Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> um, no, my boss took us out. That like an appreciation thing to dinner last night. And I was getting crown and ginger, and I got carded. I was like, well, this is...
2: Lovely. I am flummoxed. <laughs> I am coming here more often. And also arriving here yes. with my ID more and often. I will, I will drink here more often. I probably won't. Uh, the High Hold.
0: No. Nope. McCormick and Schmicks. Don't know where that is. Uh, Southside Works,
2: basically. Mm, you, you Republican. Am I? I love the shock in your voice. Like, it was a genuine, shit, maybe he's right. Recent
0: trends have suggested. (laughs) I have a lot of red pants
2: these days. (laughs) Wearing a lot of corduroy. Uh, I wore corduroy last night. Cardigan check.
0: I almost wore three different pieces of corduroy last night. So I got the corduroy pants. Yeah, I got a corduroy shirt. Yeah, got a corduroy jacket. Corduroy jacket. Yeah, I eschewed
2: the jacket last night. <laughs> just one with the shirt and pants. Oh boy, that's gonna be some kind of tuxedo, but I don't know what. <laughs> <sighs> what could we even call that? I don't know. I feel like it exists in Manitoba, though. Manitoba. Manitoba. Well, that's Canada. No, it's Saskatchewan.
0: Um, it's pronounced Saskatch.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, there have been more Saskatch sightings in western Sasser Pennsylvania Sass. than anywhere else.
2: I'd believe that. I'd believe that for a second. Only one. Are you still believing it? No. Oh, you got me. <laughs> uh, Yeah, but it's crazy. Um, The uh, the loop at work is... uh, So it's the deal. This was the deal that we brokered, okay? Mm-hmm. One dated pop hit song, and then one Christmas song. Mm -hmm. Vice versa, back and forth. It's a handshake. Right. We are at the point now where it's roughly three to four Christmas songs to one pop song. Mm. But when I say that one pop song, I'm not talking about today's top 20. You're talking about the top 40. We're talking about... We're we're talking about now. That's what I call music's greatest hits. Oh wow! It's uh, eclectic. Is it like like Spice Girls? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. There's two Spice Girls songs. Jeez, that's going back. That's not a Spice Girls song. It's not. Um, there's stop. Collaborate and listen. You know what? Both of those songs that I thought you were singing are on that list. Really? Yeah. Hammer time. Yeah. Uh, also, Sir Mix-A-Lot. Ooh. Baby Got Back. Yeah. The entire song. Didn't realize how long that it's song like was. like seven minutes yeah, long. That song is at least five minutes longer <laughs> than it needs to be. I uh, think I think it could have been like eight bars. Yeah. And that would have been like, oh, well, we, that's what everyone knows <laughs> yeah. anyways. After the first time he says Baby Got Back, he should just repeat the first verse and then scratch and cut his way out. I mean, you gotta wait like four minutes so you get to the My Anaconda Don't Want Not unless you got buns, on. Yeah. And they decided, for whatever reason, that they were not gonna edit this song at all. I'm sure mothers shopping with their children. It gets bizarre. Enjoy that. Because the thing is that, like, most. There's a, there's a certain age range to people that. Don't, like, they're so familiar with the song. Mm-hmm. that they're not listening. But for me to get through my day, I pay an intense amount of attention to the radio. Right. Because otherwise... If music makes time go by faster. It truly does. So I am very aware of every syllable in this song, <laughs> and I am, like, crumbling inside. Like, do you remember that that, like... It was more of a slideshow than a video, but there was that slideshow that NASA had probably like two or three years ago of the the um, the black hole eating a star. Yeah, that's what's going on inside my person. Metaphysically, I am that. that physically, sp- I am that star being swallowed by a black hole. As he's talking about, he doesn't like plastics because it's for toys. He so, wants them and thick and juicy. And uh, I'm like. Mm boy i uh need to leave this area immediately what a jam though privately sure yeah (laughs) in in the appropriate
0: venue Mm. like if you're if you're in the club as the in the club kids on tiktok
2: speaking of which in the club on that wow um this is a risque play it, it 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 is dude it goes it goes places um Poker face is on there and they don't censor that song correctly but, and but, nobody but, believes face, me. But, but, that's the thing. That's not what she says. What's she saying? She. <laughs> poke her face. Yeah, except not poke. She explicitly says. "Pup pup pup poker face. Fuh, fa, fuh, fa, fucker face. I don't know if that's true. It is true. I'm looking it up. It's from her mouth. Kevin. She. Kevin. All right, look it up. Look it up right now.
0: Poker face song by Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. I can't read my can't read wow, it starts off with that? Mm-hmm. No, it starts off with Ma 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 no, Ma 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 Ma. Alright, let's get past that. <laughs> um Put put pup poker face put pup poker face. Ma, ma 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 Yeah, hold on now. I think you're just hearing what you want to hear. No. Hold, Hold on. don't like a poker face. Explicit. I don't know if there's going to be any response for this. I was right all along. Lady Gaga really does say, Pa, 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 poker face, pa, pa. F her face. I told you. This is a, this is a Reddit post. She I noticed, s- she's, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I noticed from the very first time I heard the song, and I've insisted to everyone for years, that's what it says, but no one believed me. Now I'm noticing that radio stations have edited that part out. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, and she did admit that those were the words, so that's probably why they've started to edit it. Nope. That's probably why they've started to edit it. I tried to give this guy some credit. I just find it really funny. It's been there plain as day for years, and no one batted an eye. Lady Gaga, you sneaky little
2: <gasps> bad ace. Except you didn't say ace. There we go. Lady Gaga admitted to Kiss FM. Hold on. Uh, they were the only radio station to correctly censor the song during the chorus when she replaces Poker Face with Fuck Her Face, although not in the official lyrics, the switch can be heard every second repetition of the phrase during the chorus.
0: Wow. Who knew? Me. Well, I guess.
2: The real question is, what does bluffing with my muffin mean? Well, I don't know. There's It's any, provocative. It gets the people going. I don't know if there's any mystery behind that. Um, I mean, I feel like
0: uh, Kid Cudi's interpolation of that song kind of you know wears that on its sleeve, what? Of what you're
2: poking the face with? Oh yeah, sure. Um, do you remember when it was probably like 2011 or 12, where like for some reason the right wing media tried to make it out that Lady Gaga was a transvestite? Oh yeah. What was that about? Um, they hate women. Oh well, I guess it's on it's on brand, but uh. What bothered me the most out of that entire thing was that the easy joke was there, like the easy pun was there, Mm -hmm. and for some reason, the phrase that kept getting circulated about it was, instead of Lady Gaga, they would say Man Gaga, Mm -hmm. and I was like, no, it's Lady Guy Guy. How are you, (laughs) how is that not so apparent? Well, not everyone's as clever. I know. As we. You and I. The academia nuts. Collectively. Yeah. Big mean papa sauce. Yeah. Local geniuses. Uh Gina I... <laughs> You know what? That's a good callback. Check my goddamn hand. Ugh, blasphemer.
0: <laughs> wow, I've learned things about the gogs today.
2: What else I do we know, know about that. the gogs? Well that that oh. was the full extent of it. Yeah. That's crazy that she was like like the fame Monster came out. Um my senior year, so your junior year. Yeah. Junior. That was a wild year for like pop music, man. Yeah. That was that was one of Madonna's nineteen comebacks. <laughs> Gaga was getting big. LaRue came to the States. LaRue. Oh dude, yeah, bulletproof. High, hot not heard and <sighs> that was exciting.
0: Wow, I haven't thought about that song in a long time. It's a like jam. Probably nine years. It's a jam, man. Um, Psy High the Prince used that song as a beat. Oh yeah, and one of his mixed
2: tapes. Psy high. Those were good times, man. Those were good times. I really liked the end of end of the aughts. The end of the aughts ended pretty well. There's pretty. There's a lot of good music back in those days. The beginning of the the tens, however. Rocky, ooh yeah.
0: Ba, 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 da, da, ba, da, da, da. That
2: was the Rocky theme. It sure Got, was. Is it gotta fly now or gonna fly now? I'm gonna fly now. Okay. Got a jet. Trying hard now. <laughs> Doing my best
0: now. <laughs> I actually I was listening to a song off of the soundtrack to Creed Two today. Oh. Um, it's an ASAP Rocky song. Um, and it's a song that's used. You haven't seen any of the Creed's, have you? No, I haven't. Uh, Well, spoiler alert, there's a scene where he's training in the desert, a montage, if you will, and it's the song used for that montage. Oh, boy. Gets you going. It does. Puts a fire in your belly. It really does. Creed, the first one was probably one of my favorite movies of the past decade, Hmm. and Creed 2, while not as good, was still everything that I wanted it to be. It's good.
2: It's good. Um, getting on to the subject of not so much movies, but back to the lecture at hand. Back to the lecture at hand. I took a screenshot of something earlier today because mm-hmm. like I, I think I told you it was. It's an Ars Technica um, article. Okay. Highly disappointed. Regardless of whether or not I agree or disagree. Very disappointed in, in kind of the clickbait. Because Ars Hectic is one of the last bastions, I feel mm. like, Ooh. of... What a great word, bastion. Right? One of the last bastions of, I won't say good, but decent journalism. Right. This is the article in question. Watchmen, not Game of Thrones, has proven to be HBO's show of the decade. Wow. As of, as of this screenshot, published 10 hours ago, so probably like 12 hours ago now. Yeah. A show that's been on for
0: a month and a half at the end of the decade. Yeah. With that said, I watched the
2: first episode the other night. Yeah. Ooh. Is it good? It is really good. I'm excited to watch the rest of it, but... I, I've heard that it involves a lot of research and, like, knowing prehand... Um... But what? What's, what? What's
0: going on and... In- yeah, but... So, it's it follows the the comic rather than the movie. Okay. Um, at least from what I've gathered. But
2: I read that, like, when the movie came out, so...
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, see, I'm not... I was I'll, kind of familiar with it. I'm not very involved in that franchise at all, so... No, I know
0: they... I think they've released both, like, a prequel series and a sequel series within the past decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the sequel series it got weird because they were like they did it to officially bring the Watchmen universe into the DC universe proper mm. so there's like Doctor Manhattan and Superman squaring off against each other mm. is it like an Infinite Earths thing or I have no idea yeah. I don't really read comics. No. Um, Especially until they get
2: turned into movies. I think that's the way to do it. But that just seems like such a reactionary... It's not even a reactionary, because I feel like there's still a bit of a... A reaction can still be genuine. This seems like a very, like... It's... clickbaity, only meant to stir the pot. Well, yeah, because the season... I think
0: season, I don't know if they're doing a second season or not yet. Yeah. I imagine they probably will, but it just ended last night. Okay. So they're probably trying to, you know, maximize off of that as much as they can. Yeah. It's all about getting getting reads, getting clicks, so,
2: um, getting streams. Yeah, getting DLs. Yeah. Speaking of which, like, subscribe, and comment. Yeah. Um, Hammer that button. I okay. don't know where it is. It's, I don't know where it is either. Are people leaving reviews? Uh, they're leaving reviews with me. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to say, because I never noticed a review... They're not doing what they need to do, which is write it down on the things proper. You guys should do that proper. That way there's a paper trail. (laughs) Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I just, like, I I hate to keep going back over it. What? Six, seven months later. (laughs) But... I'm not saying I necessarily enjoyed Season 8, mm-hmm. but y'all have got to calm down. Fans are the worst. <laughs> the people that support us the fucking ingrates. Honestly. They don't like the way we're doing things. They Who wanna,
0: needs them? They want to reboot We Have Fun <laughs> with new hosts. <laughs> Bring back the crickets. <laughs>
2: Show so much better when they had crickets. <laughs> Seemed like they were like really out there in the world when they had that. Now they're just so fucking sterile. Just a bunch of phonies. There's nothing exciting going on. Fucking sellouts. It's quiet. They like a good audio quality now.
1: Ooh. <laughs> uh
2: they they come for the self-deprecating humor. They stay for the actual pinpoint aggression against them. <laughs> Oh, um, brother Brian, you know we love you. It's true. It's what's well.
0: I don't know if that's true. But, <laughs> you know, once we start getting these guests,
2: and it's really just us—going to be us roasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's we're we're so busy going after one another. They think that we're at ends, and that a third party will offset the whole scale. Little <laughs> do they know, our heads just snap yeah. to that. <laughs> <laughs> we're just a two-headed dragon. No, well, it's like a two-headed, bearded lizard, but... <laughs>
0: I have mean, we're any sort of dragon. We're a Komodo dragon. Are we? Yeah, because
2: I think they just kind of bask in the sun all day. Yeah, except, like, they have that the spit that's, like, got all that different back... It's got, like, the black plague and shit. Yeah, well, who doesn't? And they they run, first of all. I did that today.
0: Did you? I did. Did you? I'm not wearing my. Fit- oh, I got. I got receipts. Do you? I got receipts. I don't believe you, Kevin. Look at my receipts. I don't look be- upon
2: my receipts, and you can do it. Come on, Ozymandias. Let's yes, go. Yes,
0: I know. Oh,
2: come on. It's not treble, is it? No. <laughs> Ye mighty, Ye mighty, and despair! And despair! Oh no, I'm more upset with myself than. Yeah, anything. really, what the hell's wrong with you?
0: Well, it's been a day. I've been up since like quarter to
2: five. Well, whose fault is that? It was mine. See, see, you, you want to nip of this Red Bull? Two separate. Three miles, ten fifteen pace. Is that per mile or altogether? That's per mile. Mm. If that was
0: altogether, <laughs> I would be a freak of nature.
2: You'd be getting a little bit closer to my time. Like, That's—I mean—that's roughly three minutes a mile. <laughs> it's like three twenty a mile. Yeah, yeah. Quick math.
0: I mean, i am not—I'm no Usain Bolt, but I don't know that he's a long distance guy. Either. I don't think he's a long distance guy. I think I could probably beat Usain Bolt. Yeah,
2: my line. mile time was never great, but I was a long distance guy. Mm-hmm. Long slow distance, LSD, baby. I'm saying it. Cause like, you know, I had to run in the midfield, so Mm -hmm. I'm running like three, four miles, maybe even five miles if it's a good game. But I gotta do that for an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Oh boy. So you know, just turned into a car alarm. (laughs) Uh, So how long were you running out there?
1: Uh
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh good
0: heavens! Put him down. (laughs) Who'd be writing to you? It's not me. Well, it's not you. It's me. It's CNN.
2: What do they want? The
0: they're, fuck do they want? They're trying to explain to me how China handles army dropouts. Do they kill them? Well, I didn't click on it. You I bet they kill me them. Stow my phone back. I my bet park. they kill them. It's probably not a good outcome.
2: I bet they kill them.
0: Do they have like a mandatory surf? No, they don't do that. I think they just kill everybody. Well, eventually. Especially the Uyghurs. How many... Whoa. How many... Uh, is it just Israel that... Are they the ones that have, like, the mandatory year of service? Nah,
2: no, dude. Everybody has the mandatory year of service. U.S. is, like, one of the few countries that don't, as far as I know. Really? Yeah. Everybody in Scandinavia does it. Most of the people in Western Europe do it. Ugh. Oh, sounds exhausting. Yeah. That's why, I like, a lot of, um... Like, a lot of, um... Scandinavian hockey players that come over, they don't come over until they're like 20s in, in their in their early 20s. I th- and they've seen things. Well, yeah. I mean, well, they don't... No one goes to war, but like... Who's going to war with Scandinavia? <laughs> truly. Russia have been done that. It's yeah. just they've been knew how that goes. Um, but, yeah, like Malkin... Malkin got into some shit. Yussi Jokinen got into some shit because mm-hmm. they came over before they were... That was what the scandal was back then. And yeah. I remember... For Malkin yeah I think it, no, no not Jussi Ollie Olimata did I say Olimata or did I say UC yeah, Okun you said juicy Okun yeah it was Olimata cause he came over when he was like 18 or 19 and he yeah. hadn't yet gone into the service the game.
0: UC is Lucy
2: mm, I'm saying it. and like, so that's like a whole that's like a whole thing wow but I've always said I could take him yeah, probably. Definitely. The hockey player that that's military trained, yeah, you got a good, right. you got a good chance with your 10. I could beat up Zdeno Char. <laughs> I'm, I, listen, if Chris Coons can do it, you can do it. Right. Here's what I'm thinking. Zdeno Char is, we'll say,
0: we'll say we're on the ice. He's got skates on. I don't because I'm smart and I know I can't skate. Right. He's coming at me. Nailed it. I just kind of slouch over and he just like broadsides me and I flip him over and he probably dies because he's huge and the bigger they are the harder they fall so after last time where I challenged someone to a race across the English channel I am now challenging Zdeno Chara to a fist fight to
2: a duel of the fates I'm sure it'll pan out exactly how you want it to Doug I'm
0: putting it out there
2: it'll definitely go in your I'm favor Put it out it'll we know that's not true. <laughs> Cute, bitch. Well, wow. but what the fuck are they talking about? Military service. Oh, yeah. Given how litigious the United States society is, I always lobbied that instead of mandatory military service, which is really just a matter of time. That's true. It should you should have to serve at least a year in either retail or the service industry. The armed service. Not the armed service. The retail. No, I already said retail. The retail service. The, the, you know, food service. Right. As a waiter or a line cook. Just so everyone can establish their respect with each other. Yeah, that's exactly it.
0: There's Um, a
2: lot of shitty people that don't know how to talk to other human beings.
0: I know, you're... That being said... You're speaking to them through the microphone.
2: That being said,
0: (laughs) fuck fans. Yeah. Ya. Finally something we can agree on. Oh I don't know what that
2: voice was. Yeah, well. (laughs) Pretty much. Um You alright? We both said home at the same time. Did we? We are destined. Well we (laughs) our periods have been synced up for at least ten years. That's true. That's true. Um, Um Did we do it again? We are just the most precious. Yes, we do. How cute are we? I don't know. Where are you going? I'm gonna
0: go get a topper. Do you want anything? Hell
2: yeah, I want a topper. Do
0: you want a todd and topper?
2: Are you gonna give me a top or not?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Alright, we'll we'll just edit this in post. I'm uncomfortable. Just go get my alcohol.
0: Jeez.
2: But anywho, on to something different. Um what were we talking about, family? Family, what were we talking about? Um, I think that I don't know. I don't know what I think about, Doug. What are your thoughts on... Doug, write us in. This is borderline gatekeeping, if not definitely gatekeeping, but what are your thoughts and feelings on people that don't watch uh, The Mandalorian cashing in on all this precious, precious meme territory Ah. on Baby Yoda? Um...
0: Well, that's an interesting question, because I have not really given it any thought. Um, I'm trying to equate it to... Because this isn't
2: the first time this has happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we can... I mean, we're going to... I'd like to stay on the Mandalorian for, for a little bit of time, so... Right. I'm just...
0: I'm just don't want to talk about it. No. Um, I think they're scum of the earth, and they should be dragged out in the street and beaten yeah. to death. Good. So we're on the same page. Right? Oh, jeez. We're supposed to be debating each other, Kevin. God damn it. Well, I mean, listen. This is the... All right. I think they're
2: upstanding citizens and deserve all the rewards. God, good. Finally. We're on the same page about something. No. Here's the thing. Is I that... Out you've had, like, eight tweets <laughs> lined up in your draft? There's one for every side of the argument. So it's really just four tweets. <laughs> but my thing is that if it was, like, a TV show, like, on basic not basic cable, but, like, whatever. On television. Advanced cable. Um, <laughs> this isn't basic cable. Um, then it's, like, you know, whatever. But it's 15 smacker rolls, right? No, Seven. S- Seven. Seven. I almost at six ninety nine, but that would have been. <laughs> these are good channels. Um, these are good channels. It's it's money. Right. Nah, you know, these are good channels. it's money. money and way. it's my time. And I just think that uh, you know I don't fucking barge in on your uh, One Direction concert shit. No you don't So Because I can keep the door locked for those Yeah let me have my fucking baby Yoda But what's worse than the people Like that mm-hmm. Are The ones that are like it, it, His name's not baby Yoda We don't even know We don't even know what, what planet he's from We don't even know what it's called So it's not Yoda Because Yoda's dead R.I.P. Yoda. R.I.P. Yoda. Poor. Uh, that's Master Yoda to you. Whoa. Uh, but I, I acknowledge no master. Um, yeah, there's a lot Baby of people that are now Yoda. turning heel <laughs> on the Mandalorian.
0: Uh, well, so I was talking with my good buddy and friend
2: of the pod, John, mm. about this the other day. Um, he can he can actually attest to how much of a fucking monster I was playing video games in my younger years. Oh, I'm sure he can. Yeah. And I can attest to how much of a monster you are in the real world. <laughs> As a human being. Um, just one of the worst people I've ever met. text chains with many people. He has kicked homeless people. <laughs> What's so that, Mark
0: Wahlberg? Yeah. Beat them until they lose their eyesight. Um, which... He did it. Look it up. We, we got to come back to that at some point, but Mark Wahlberg's a terrible human being. Yeah, really. Um, so, the issue that I have with it is that it's just a, it's just too episodic. It's just too like, oh, what's the problem this week and how can we,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, move past it? Mm-hmm. And granted, there's, like, the larger plot overall, mm-hmm. but they're so cagey and, like, playing it close to the vest
1: mm-hmm.
0: at this point. Mm-hmm. There's only two episodes left this season,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, like, we still don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's going to go on.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that it's just, like, you got to give us something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm so like like Game of Thrones they start off the whole series with oh there's this like supernatural threat that no one believes in or knows about Yeah. but it's there and like it's revealed to you that it's there right off the bat and they don't talk about it mm-hmm. until like the end of the first season and, and like then that's it and then I think, like again at the end of the second season Where, but like in the second season, it's like we're we're revealing it a little bit more, and like people are starting to worry about this. But most of the characters still like, yeah, have no inkling of what's going on.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. That is not happening with Mandalorian. There's no like, oh, there's something greater going on. Mm -hmm. It's just well, this is life now that the Empire has fallen. Yeah and we have a 30-year gap between the sequel trilogy and the original trilogy that we're just trying to fill with stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, all right. So here's the thing. Wow, we are actually going to disagree on something organically. Write that down. How do you like that? Hey, <laughs> right scribe? Down. Scribe. So the thing about The Mandalorian that I, I don't... I'm not saying that that's incorrect or invalid because mm. you're 100% correct, but I think that Your clan, you are the spokesperson for your people now. Yes. Um, Clan of the dug. Clan of the dug. (laughs) You are looking for, I won't say a linear story because I feel like there's a negative connotation, but you're looking for the straight story. Right. Whereas I'm happy with the universe. Of the the microverse of this story in the larger right where it's in the larger timeline I'm 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 cozy comfied up with the characters their places going to new places meeting new characters mm-hmm. kind of ambling but as long as I can suspend my disbelief under the notion that they're just on the lam mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I honestly missed the beginning, which is kind of weird because it's like a hit X and play at your leisure kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But I missed the beginning of the last episode, um, the jail one. Right. I probably wasn't paying attention for like the first two or three minutes. So I'm not sure how they got into that situation. Like when he lands on the hangar. Right. That's when like my brain started recording. That's pretty much right where it starts. Oh, okay. I think... Yeah, I think that is exactly where it starts.
0: Before that, it was like him in space in his ship.
2: I was gonna say because I, if I remember right, his hit McMando's first words in that episode are "What's the job?" and I'm like, did I miss like a whole thing? Right. And and like that's a little bit annoying, but like I liked the first few episodes of how they were going mm-hmm. because it did seem like they were getting to something. Like there was a larger story to be told. And they were getting to that through, like, right. smaller stories that linked up in certain ways. And, and the last two or three episodes did seem very far apart uh-huh. um, as far as what the point was. Because uh, I'm okay with them having seemingly non-sequitur. Like, this is how easy it is to entertain me if you get most of the ingredients right. I'm okay with most of the episodes seeming non-sequitur mm-hmm. as long as, like, the last 30 seconds... Is like a cliffhanger that I can cling to. Right. So like the end of the one episode where uh, the the uh, one character I'll be as kind of general as I can. The one character is uh, sitting by the side of a rock, and you see a silhouette, and you hear like right. clinging. There is. There are rumors by people with more personal free time than I have. That seem to have connected some dots saying that they think that it is, uh, I don't know if I should even spoil this, but um, they seem to think that it's a, a major character from the original trilogy.
0: I think I saw what you're talking about.
2: And I would be very interested because I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but given the timeline of where that story takes place, so it's five years after... Even the location of that episode. Uh, even the, in the location especially. Um, could be cool. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with that. I Going into the show, I was hoping that that character would show up at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether they would blow that load in the first season, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know. Uh-huh. Um, but, so... I mean, I will say that the whole series is very much in line with yeah. what Star Wars has always been. It's so heavily influenced by like
2: old samurai and yes. Western stories. Um, yes, um, I think I do think that the writing's good. The direction, the 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 the, the, uh, the videography is absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some shows that I watch, and I won't say that I'll, I get anxious. Watching them, but like mm-hmm. I've just been really just so wrapped up in these very heavy, difficult to digest dramas. Mm-hmm. Um, going through Boardwalk Empire, going through Game of Thrones, going through the Deuce, like mm-hmm. these are like very heavy stories that require your attention. And for me personally, it's nice to just have a, a Mandalorian to just like. Put it on, like, check my phone every couple of minutes, like, just to kind of listen to what's going on. There's comedic relief. The dialogue isn't too much. Mm-hmm. And it's just very um, – it's it's almost like – the, it's like an old western teleplay from like the 50s. Yeah,
0: he's the strong silent type, man
2: of few words. Doesn't even have a name. Doesn't even have a name. Um, I assume we'll see his face at some point. I don't know. They keep they keep alluding to the fact that it's... Like, they keep talking about it. Never yeah. take off your helmet. Like It's really Chekhov's helmet at this point. Yeah. Um, or the fact that... I, that's actually... I guess that's kind of a spoiler. I won't mm-hmm. even
0: say that. Um, um, there, it's... But, like, going back to what I was saying, keeping in line with the rest of Star Wars, all the movies always were, you know, they were, like, always based on, like, the old, like, Flash Gordon serials. Yeah. Um, And, like, I think kind of what I was saying about Game of Thrones, that applies to the movies where it's, like, each movie has its own specific plot. Yeah, yeah. um, Its own thing that needs to be solved. Mm Mm-hmm. But it contributes more to the overall story. And I'd say it's probably more with the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's The prequels are probably... And I guess to a certain extent the sequel trilogy so far. The prequels... Um, they were more... This is the whole story. It was kind of like one big story broken up into... I'll say two spots. Yeah. Because episode one isn't as connected as 2 and 3
2: are. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the, the 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 prequel trilogy had so much work to do. It did. And I, I don't think a lot of people give it credit for what it... Like, I'm not saying they're the best. Like, they're I'm, not. Like, I'm I'm, they, do, I'm doing my
0: rewatch of the series before yeah. I see the new one this week. Yeah.
2: And they hold up I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, episode one has so much going for it mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people are, are just so dismissive because of Jar Jar Banks. He's not in as much of it as people remember that yeah. he is. Uh, and like, you've got the all the Darth Maul scenes. Yeah. Ray Park absolutely fucking it, murders what, it. The door opening on Darth Maul
0: is worth the price of admission alone. There was something I saw. Oh, there was something I saw online
2: the other day. It was like an interview with Ewan McGregor.
0: And he was like, "That has to be the best
2: lightsaber yeah. duel, right?" Yeah. Somebody was trying to assert that the Revenge of the Sith lightsaber duel knows to far. that one's really—it's good. It's really good. And like, but there's so just, much weight there. There's and there's a like, lot of digital stuff in it. There. Yeah. Uh, Ray Park actually done did all that shit, sis. Mm-hmm. So. Liam Neeson really running around doing all that shit, sis.
0: But with that said, I know from watching like behind the scenes stuff on Revenge of the Sith, Mm -hmm. like when it first came out on DVD, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen
2: dueled each other every day for like six months to get the choreography down perfectly. Yeah, my my favorite thing, and I'm sure that if, you know, there's any fella fellow Star Wars nerds out there, you you already know this, but they had to reshoot almost everything... Every time Ewan McGregor used a lightsaber, they'd have to shoot it up to 12 times because he could not stop making lightsaber noises. I don't think I'd be able to in that position. He's he's just such a big fan. Um,
0: His uncle was in the original trilogy. Was he? He was Wedge Antilles. Really? Mm -hmm. How about
2: that? Wedge, Mm -hmm.
0: huh? Who might be in the new one. I think I saw something about that. That'd be fun. But I know he turned down being in, like, The Force Awakens because he was like, oh, it's, like, not our story anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was always, like, a tertiary mm-hmm. character to begin with. Mm-hmm. But now that all the main characters have died off. Basically, yeah. Um, we got All we got left is Lando, Nine Noobin,
2: and Wedge. You know who I miss? You know who I don't? Don Imus? Who's that? Kit Fisto.
0: Oh, he was the best Jedi. Kit Fisto
2: was my favorite Jedi, like, honestly. So, for the longest time, mm-hmm. and
0: actually, I still hold out, because I just watched Revenge of the Sith yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday or the night before? Dude, he's such a badass. Um, and the Coliseum fight? Are you fucking kidding me, or so what? Whenever whenever they go to arrest Palpatine, yeah. and, like, there's four of them. Mm-hmm. It's Kit Fisto, Mace Windu... The other two. Yeah, Ongbok, the Thai warrior. One is Ten. Yeah. He's the one with, like, the horns. He the horns, there. yeah. And then the other guy, ah, I used to know his name. It's, like,
2: Eath Koth or something like that. Yeah. Um, I was deep in it back in the day. <laughs> well, the, wait. Doesn't Ten get... He gets shot down in Order 66, right? That's Plo Koon. That's Plo Koon. Okay, and ki mundi like, is the guy with nice. the big forehead. Yeah. Oh, he has a tragic death. <laughs> he, yeah, he goes down he, hard.
0: ki mundi he yeah he gets he's the one's like running across the bridge the bridge yeah exactly uh, he's
2: on camino it's just a rainy planet my Gito. yeah uh,
0: god we are really flexing that nerd muscle yeah like, well I mean no one's gonna fuck us right. anyway so um,
2: Ayla Sakura is she, the, she's on the the, the flora like the, planet yeah
0: she's the one that like gets killed and then they just keep shooting her body as yeah, she's lying on the ground terrible. Um I don't remember the one who dies on the speeder bike I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But, um, Kit Fisto, whenever they're going to arrest Palpatine, mm-hmm. the first two die immediately. Yeah, and Kit Fisto and Mace Windu last a little bit longer. Kit Fisto gets hit, but it doesn't look like a killing blow. Yeah, and like in my mind, I held
2: out that he survived somehow. That would be amazing. He just went into hiding like- they. I don't want to say they did him dirty in the movies, but he is a gargantuan badass. In the animated series,
0: yeah, I read a uh, one of the books, one like they were still considered canon. Yeah, um, and it was something like the style of fighting that he used was the most dangerous type, and he was, and it was like as deadly as it was to his enemies, it was almost more deadly to him, mm-hmm. but it was they explained it something like his like tentacle hair thing yeah he was able to use like this his natural like biological sensors from that. I was gonna say, to say, yeah, to enhance his abilities. And I was like that is so interesting. Yeah, he's he's pretty fucking cool. Um he was my favorite. I have an action figure of him somewhere.
2: There I think it was in the series. Maybe I'm just imagining it differently cuz I didn't really watch yeah, I know he he fights General Grievous. Yeah. like one on one. Yeah. And whenever he's um he's on Mon Calamari or he's in Mon Calamari. I don't know how oh, that works. Or the uh, the underwater battle. Yeah. How fucking good. How fucking good is that battle? He just destroys an army by himself. He literally does. He, like, literally takes an entire aquatic fleet by himself with the force.
0: That's true. Well, do you remember what Mace Windu does in that animated series? Where he, like. War crimes. He he commits war crimes. He does the same. Like, he loses his lightsaber and, like, punches an army to death. (laughs) Man, literally too angry to die. I just remember it's like there's like one of the super battle droids and he like uses like a speed bag and just dents it repeatedly. I with do his remember fists. that. Yeah. I um, do remember that. That was a good series. The the CGI one was good too. I don't think I know the CGI one. That one's on Disney Plus now. They won, like five seasons. There's supposed to be a new season coming up. That one is
2: considered canon. Uh-huh. But you know what I but And that's I just, one that brought back Darth Maul. All right. So there's here's two points that I'll make on the same on the same subject. So I think that the reason that um, The Mandalorian isn't going where people want it to go, not that I'm speaking for you and you can rebut this if you'd like, is that I know that a lot of people are always, thanks to Christopher Nolan, there are so many people that want their childhood IPs to come back in a dark, gritty reboot. And they thought that The Mandalorian was going to be a dark, gritty reboot of a Star Wars universe kind of quasi-character mm. where he'd be like pulling off hits and murdering people and just being like dark and cynical and like drinking heavily and like you know doing dark grifty shit but it's on Disney Plus boys it's written by fucking swingers boys like see that's interesting because that was actually my
0: greatest concern was yeah they would try to do that when I started watching it, found was like, oh, he's actually something of a heroic figure. Yeah. I was like, here we go. Really relieved. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was like, oh,
2: this is something I can absolutely get behind. It's, it's Because everyone not, likes to watch a hero. Yeah. It's just, it's not going to happen. Not with Disney. And since Disney owns 67% of all the media that you're watching, mm. probably wouldn't hold out hope for too much of that. Which I think if they did
0: at some point bring back that character, yeah, it would be
2: in a villainous way. In a villainous way that we never got to see. Yeah, My second point, I'm happy that you said that, is that I I would happily watch that. I'm not saying that that's not going to happen and I think it's a bad idea. It's not going to happen. I think it would be a good idea under the right circumstances, like you said. I would happily pay more money to watch a series that was dark and gritty, almost Band of Mm Brothers-like, for the 501st. Oh, that would be good. And their—I don't know if it's a decline or whatever because they're clones and it doesn't really work that way. But their transformation from clone troopers to stormtroopers—that was—that was kind of
0: explored in the old Battlefront 2. Yeah, Battlefront two. Yeah, and it was a really—it was,
2: was super engaged. That's exactly the word that I would use. Um, because that's like the one thing that they haven't explored yet. I'd love to. I'd love that because there's there's a lot of space inside, you know, what we've seen. On it's the other side is literally the dark side. We don't know how that works in the back. I love the dark side <laughs> for the Empire. Um, while I'm thinking about it, I do think that it's funny that in the last episode, Bill Burr, who they they say is uh, a sharpshooter for the um, Imperial, he's an Imperial sharpshooter. And he was like, he was the best shot in the Imperial Army or whatever. And Mando goes, "That's not saying much." Oh, yeah. And then he turns his back and he goes, "Hey, it wasn't a stormtrooper asswipe." <laughs> I thought uh, that was kind of funny. That was good. Well, that was
0: that was another thing that my good buddy John in front of the pod discussed was that. Some of the cameos are a little too heavy-handed. Yeah. Like, it was just Bill Burr playing Bill Burr yeah. in space. It
2: wasn't quite Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones, but... Oh, God, that was horrible. But it, it, it was... It was just sitting there like... Well, I didn't know that the big red thing was Clancy Brown. Oh, I, I knew that immediately. I was like, that sounds like his voice. I was like, there's something... I know him somehow, but I don't... And the
0: uh, the girl was Natalie Tana. Yeah.
2: Yeah, also yeah, yeah. Also Game of Thrones. Also Game of Thrones. Uh... I can never remember his name, but the, the, the fat guy with the hair is uh Roger Moore or something like that, Roy Moore. Not Roger Moore. <laughs> Roger Moore. R I P Roger Moore, 007. One of my favorite Double O seven. Really?
1: Yeah.
2: We're not going there tonight, but I'll keep that in my I'll keep yeah. that in my back pocket for later. Um the guy he was in Batman Begins yeah.
0: and Sons of Anarchy. I cannot think of his name. Uh Mandalorian Cast Mando Calrissian. Uh
2: Mark Boone Jr. That is not Roger Moore. It's certainly not. Amy Sedaris was a nice one.
0: That was such a fun surprise. Yeah. Because uh, of all the people that kind of made cameos,
2: Amy Sedaris was not one I ever expected. I liked that a lot. I liked that a lot. Um, but I, I think that um, I've been pursuing on this point trying to connect some dots in my own head. While we were talking about this, but I think the reason that I'm so okay with. And I think that by saying that, I'm almost admitting that, like, The Mandalorian isn't somehow living up to whatever expectation that we had for it collectively.
0: I had no well, preconceived n- notions it. N-
2: Neither did I. So that's.
0: I think that's. I was just like, we're getting a Star Wars TV show, a live action Star Wars yeah. TV show. I mean, I love the show still. Yeah, no, I've, just, I've dedi- I'm i very dedicated I'd, every Friday night. I just night. hope that it does build up to something. Sure. Uh, well, there's only,
2: like, what, one or two episodes left two this episodes season? Left. Season finale is directed by my boy, Taika YTT. Oh, I love it. So it's going to be a good one. It is. It's going to be a real good It's going to be wise. It's going to be a quick one. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but the reason that I think that's step one, step two, is that I, I watched... And I was a fervent fan of a little ditty from out of Australia called Farscape, Mm. which kind of operated in the same way, where the first two or three episodes were very dedicated to the larger story. Mm -hmm. And then everything between that point and the season finale of each season, three seasons, I think, maybe five seasons, three or five, it's an odd number, um... Was basically just a serial. It was, where are we going this week? Mm. And it worked out just fine for them. It was a Jim Henson production. I really do recommend seeking it out. Um, Went after my own heart. Yeah, right. And I I just get the same kind of vibe from it. Because where Farscape had a very loud mouth, um, very uh, bravado kind of weird uh, machismo kind of male front man. Right. The Mandalorian has obviously strong silent type. Mm-hmm. But I see a lot of similarities in there where it's basically just an excuse for the CGI team or the FX team to flex now and now mm-hmm. and again with decent storytelling in between the spaces. And you know what, man? That's really all I need. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm burned out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm cool with I'm, I'm cool with whatever they want to give right. me. I
0: mean the character of Mandalorian I cannot get enough of. Mm. I mean so like that last episode, the like the prison break thing. Yeah. Like the entire time before there was like spoiler for people that haven't watched it, fast forward a few minutes. Um before there like I knew there was going to be a double cross at some point. Oh, well, yeah. But well before that, I was like, just put these people in their place already. Mm-hmm. And once he
2: finally started to do that, I was like, this is what I wanted all. Along. I wish that it would have happened earlier though. Yeah. Um, but I do I do like that like a couple like so whenever he takes out the robots initially and everybody's like, "Oh shit." Hmm. It didn't really occur to me to like connect the dots to be like maybe we fucked up, and what I I did what they wanted us to do, which was think like oh now they have a reverence for him, mm-hmm. but I didn't turn it on the flip side and was like oh they realize they have to fight him at some point. Right. But um, for for me it was
0: when uh, Clancy Brown wants to try to take his helmet off. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to kill Clancy Brown. Yeah. And just be like, oh,
2: we're not going to try to mess with it. You need to take out Mr. Krabs right now. Yeah. Um,
0: the one thing that was going on with that that I was really curious about was the message from Apollo Creed that the droid character was trying to... Yeah, that was uh, Richard Iote. Is that the droid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, know, I know Carl Weathers is Apollo Creed, so... Yeah. Um, but I was like, "Oh, I wonder where this is going." Because it seemed like it seemed like it was a, a recent message from their since their last meeting. Yeah. Um, with that said, I would definitely want to see more of Apollo Creed's character and Gina Carano's character. Yeah, I think that I. Well, that's the thing, okay? So I, I think. Because, like, in the lead up, they were like, oh, it's like these are all going to be like the stars of the show. Yeah. And Gina Carano's in one episode so far. Well,
2: all right. So here's the thing I think people aren't respecting the process of storytelling. Yeah. If you see this as a movie, he's picking up allies and enemies along the way. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last two episodes are going to be big. I, I, I. There's going to be. Oh, it's going to be almost entirely callbacks.
0: Um, because I think, I don't view Carl Weathers as a bad guy. I think it's kind of like he is the Lando to Mando's Han Solo. Well, yeah, no, I think it's like they've, they have, they're
2: friendly, Mm -hmm. but they will turn against each other if they need to. I, I think that that's, and that's kind of one of the things about like the mercenary character is that like. They're your friend, they're your enemy. As long as they're in your pocket, you're good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, um, I, I don't know. It's tough to hate a character who does things exclusively for money. The, yeah. And that's why I think The Mandalorian is so endearing as a character. Because, like, he's stepped outside the realms of his normal uh, itinerary. Right. Or, or what his normal demands are. He's no longer doing something for money. Mm-hmm. And... He's kind of actively fighting against a world that he would normally have embraced, mm-hmm. which is, like, kind of interesting because, you know, he said in the first couple episodes that everybody has one of those trackers, mm-hmm. but all he knows is that seedy underbelly of civic life, right? and he just basically has to outrun these trackers the whole time Correctly, cynically understanding that the people that he used to trust, mm. he can no longer, mm. but he has to maintain a level of, I'll trust you as long as I feel like I can,
1: mm.
2: which I can certainly appreciate. I don't really know exactly where I was going, but I think there's just something kind of poetic, kind of romantic about him not having anywhere safe to run to. Only right. small pockets of time. He is he has small windows of rest, of right. respite between, you know, where he knows he definitely can't go, mm-hmm. and he has, you know, if I go to the space station, I know that I've got a couple days at the absolute most before they catch on. Right. Um, I think that was something that rubbed me wrong about the last episode was that he
0: was he didn't. Um, administer to baby Yoda as closely as he was yeah. in the earlier episodes. It was just kind of like, oh, we're just gonna keep you locked up and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was kind of against his character because like he would not let him out of his sight before unless he was yeah. unless he knew he was being watched out for. Especially if he knows he has potential enemies on that ship. Yeah, that's 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 true. Um but I will say I, the one thing I de- another thing I definitely want to see more of are the other mandalorians.
2: Dude, the jetpack guy? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
0: That whole sequence when they all come out. Fucking warmonger. <laughs> oh man. But like so so I did watch the other the two like CGI animated series. Um Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. And the mandalorians actually play like a huge part in those. Mm-hmm. Um just because everyone who's in power tries to eliminate them because they're too good at what they do. Yeah. And what they do is kill everybody. Yeah. So the fact that, like, in this show, it's like, for all we know, there's just a handful of them left. Yeah. It's like, all right, now I want to see them get their retribution. That would be
2: perfect, yeah. Um, we haven't even met Giancarlo Esposito's character yet. We haven't, no. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if... They're kind of
0: building up like he's going to be a big bad in season two, whenever that makes And I hope up. there is a season two. They're already filming it. Oh, are they? Yeah. Good. They started filming it
2: bef- well before this one even premiered. Yeah. I, and I think that we haven't really yet talked about, and we only have a handful of minutes left, mm-hmm. but we haven't yet talked about how goddamn good Pedro Pascal is. Oh, he's incredible in everything that he does. Without a face
0: to yeah, show emotion, that is the hardest type of acting. Unbelievable job, because um, he's doing. It's like so. If you're just if you're just voice acting, you can rely on the animation or whatever to help show emotion or what your character's thinking or any of that. Yeah. But when your face is just a stoic mask yeah. and you're actually you're you're actually doing the acting and all you have is your voice yeah. and like a tilt of the head or your other
2: mannerisms to rely on you're doing so much there. He like I really think that it goes unnoticed because of how good of a he's, he, it's like uh it's like any positional player in in any sport where like Especially like boring jobs like defense. Like, mm-hmm. if you're doing your job right, you are completely invisible. Mm-hmm. And I think that great acting, when you transform so completely into a character like that, to the point where you truly believe that you're watching a Mandalorian, right? Like, you kind of have to disassociate from that opinion for a quick second to realize how, like, what do we know about them? Yeah. We know very little. We know scant information about The Mandalorian. We've only met, like, one true one. And yet we completely are caught. Like, we're bought in. Head to toe, we are in on this being a Mandalorian. Yeah. Without any facial features. And, like, the other thing is, like, one of
0: the most devastating things you can do to an actor is take away their eyes. Mm -hmm. Because they're truly the windows to the soul. True, yeah. But if you pay attention to the show... All the other characters, all the other, like, humanoid characters, you can read them like a book. Yeah. Because you can see everything that's going on. Yeah. And you know
2: that the Mandalorian is doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you're trying to see through the helmet to see, like, what, what would be going on there. Because there's moments where, like, just from that face mask, and I don't know if it's good. If I don't even know if it's good just... Uh design of the helmet or whatever but it is kind of expressive hmm. but you can always tell fear anxiety uh, you can see when he's thinking you can see so much just from that mass just from his body movements and uh, I, th- I think you can you can derive that
0: Whoever is under there can. I do not want to say this? I want say, like they can handle themselves, but it's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, they are gonna be able to fight pretty much anybody because all they have is a slim t of visibility. Yeah, and like even even the original trilogy, Boba Fett. Like, he was
2: one of those feared people. Yeah. Not that he even really does anything. Yeah, he's kind of a bitch in the movies, but his legacy precedes him. Right. And it's just like
0: that he has that reputation and he can only see like a slim tee. Yeah. But you put like all these other dangerous figures around him and they dare not mess with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Darth Vader is like, I'm not going to tango with you because I know.
2: It's not a guaranteed victory for me. Yeah, genuinely. Uh, Just, yeah, I think that we get so, like, tunnel-visioned on what we're watching Mm -hmm. that we don't kind of realize the breadth Mm -hmm. of, of, of what's actually transpiring in front of us. And that there's like, it's more of like when you're watching it, I think people see things in a vortex where it just closes in on the screen, mm-hmm. when it's really more of like a bloom kind of thing. It's like, this is happening, but what are the implications? Right. What are the implications beyond this show? So if he's doing this now, that means that this typical action is canon, mm-hmm. which means that other people are also doing this thing, which really broadens up the universe. Mm-hmm. And I... I to bring it a, a little bit back to Game of Thrones, but not, not so much. Because like I said, we're we're closing in. On, I, th- on I think the it's just
0: that's the natural connection because that's
2: the only other show, the only other TV show, kind of of that type. Yeah, but it's I I want the other. It was, it's four different series coming out that explore different angles of oh, what happened before this series. Was for wait what? For Game of Thrones.
0: Uh, one is confirmed. Um, And it's going to be about, like, the rise of the Targaryen dynasty.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: That's the only one that's been greenlit. Okay. They they had filmed another pilot, but that got shut down. Okay. That's... All right. So I think it's just kind of like after the response to season eight, they're like, all right, maybe we're going to dial it back. Kind of like after... Solo. Yeah. Disney was like, "All right, we're not going to crank out one a year like we thought we were." Yeah. Because people just get exhausted of it. Yeah. But I thought Solo was fun. I the more I watch it, the more I love it.
2: I thought Solo was fun. It is a delightful movie and it feels like Star Wars. Yeah. And um, that's really that's the thing with when you get into things like Star Wars where it's there's a feeling to it. There's a feeling to it. Else. Yeah. Um, and this really feels like I think that's what people don't really like about the new trilogy is is that, it, I don't know how much it feels like star wars
0: that's I, I've thought about that a lot and I think an issue, like a big part of it is um, yeah, like Force awakens retraced all the steps of a new hope. yeah, but the fact that they created like new locations that were identical to the old ones. So you could have just used the old ones. Yeah, like you didn't need to create something new when you didn't need to. It it feels like it's not in the same universe at times. Um, I thought Last Jedi was kind of a course correction that brought it back into it a little
2: bit more. I liked Last Jedi, but I I I thought I really thought they could do more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought they could do more. The um I was okay with most of what was happening, but um I don't know why I can't think of his name. Which one? It's probably the no 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 dinner and two two crown royals, but I can't think of Johnny Boyega's name. Finn? Finn? FN218 or whatever his name was. You can think of his I can like, think serial of, number. Yeah, but, you but you can't I can't think of his Traitor! Name. Yeah, I don't know. But Finn going on like that weird JRPG side quest for two hours. The horse, I don't, what is happening there? I didn't mind that. Because
0: I was like, oh, I get to see like more of this universe.
2: That's fine with the casino and everything. That's fine, but it's like that's the second disc of Final Fantasy VII. Sis, we've been there, oh, I haven't. I've never played it. Oh, what is? Why are my friends with you? I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Oh um, my god! But that's it. Just felt like all right. Well, these two people are doing something important. This kid's what? What are you doing exactly? You're <laughs> hanging out in a casino. Um. I love The Last Jedi. It's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to begrudge you that, as much as your friends want us to. But,
0: like, what, like, kind of going back to what I was saying, was, like, the, like, you don't have to abandon the familiar completely. Yeah. Um, so this new one, we know.
2: There's a lot of callback.
0: Yeah. With just the the OT, Just the wreckage of the second Death Star. It's like.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, we can work with this. It's, mm-hmm. it, it explains that it's like in the same universe, mm-hmm. which they haven't done well enough yet because it's like nothing has changed in the 30 years. Yeah. Like, the First Order is like, oh, it's still the Empire, but yeah. they were defeated but have somehow
2: gained control of everything again. Yeah. So, what I kind of. I feel of... like that was a story that should have been explored. Yeah. They could have definitely done a little bit better to kind of so like what the first order is kind of like the alt right yeah to the 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 empire's gop <laughs> and um yeah they definitely could have explained that a little bit better i did like how the moon base or star killer base or whatever the yeah. fuck it was called is is really just a, an exaggerated death star yeah operational we see it work it's like oh, we can destroy multiple planets. Yeah,
0: which, I like which can't be good for the galaxy at large. Yeah, what with gravity, gravity and everything.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. There's a lot I feel of like things get thrown off. Yeah, but then I get to use my favorite, my my favorite, you know, uh, explanation for all this is that. Uh, it's a science fiction movie. It's a fantasy movie. It's a movie, so... Zawling, um, it's a movie, so... But so Go back to the basement. But,
0: like, so, the First Order, it's just, like, the new Empire, and it's mm-hmm. like, all right, they're back, and they've got control of everything. What happened to, like, the New Republic that was formed at the end of Return of the Jedi? fair point. And how is... Because there's, like, five planets called the New Republic in The Force Awakens, and... But that's somehow
2: separate from the resistance? Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And I think that that it's unwise of them well, alright, so here's the thing. I, I think I'm like solving my own points in my head as I'm talking. Mm-hmm. My what I was gonna start saying is it's unwise of, of Ryan Johnson and Co. to start telling a story to quite possibly it's in flux. But I'll I'll go on to say that the second nerdiest fan base in all of cinema history, just just shy behind Star Trek. And I only say that because Star Wars is about, it's pretty in your face. There's not a lot left of the imagination. Whereas Star Trek is really about the adventure. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe they'll fight. Maybe nothing will happen. I don't know. But Star Wars is like, there will always be something exciting. Yeah, because it's always going to be about good versus evil. Yeah, it's just very There's black and white. There's always going to be a conflict. There's yeah. always going to be a war. It's always red and blue. Right. So I'll say that's why they're the second nerdiest. Because they don't quite have the attention span of Star Trek fans. And if you're <laughs> upset that you didn't win that race, you need to reevaluate where you are in life. But it was unwise of them to just go ahead and just introduce new shit without backing it up. So, Somehow.
0: oh, so you're putting... It's more on J.J. Abrams than anything. Yeah, it's it's
2: more on them. Um, but, at the same time, let's not forget, let's not forget that Star Wars is primarily a young adult... It's for the kids. ...children's movie. It's for the kids. F T. Okay. FURDA It's for the kids. For kids. It's not for you, no. the thirty-eight-year-old who lives in the attic. You can watch it. Because you can. You can be involved, but remember, it's not for you.
0: Most Star Wars fans, the ones that they love the most, are the ones that they saw when they were kids. Yeah. That's Um, exactly when you're supposed to watch it. That's why we have such nostalgia for the prequel trilogy. Yeah,
2: I was nine when episode one came out. No, I wasn't. I was seven. You were younger than was. I was seven. I was young enough to fall asleep
0: in the theater. You were six. I was. It was, well, it was the last day of kindergarten. It was like the half day and my parents took us to see it. And I was just a weary little child and fell asleep. Near the end, yeah. Uh, I think I saw. Did you see it at the showcase? Cinema's West. Yeah, you know, baby. Fuck yeah, you did.
2: Uh, so I saw all three prequel movies there. Really, I saw episode two and three of Distinta in Bridgeville. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know what? I don't like. I like Distinta. They have a rat problem. They do, or they did, as of like a year ago. Mm. Well, you mean that's Phoenix Cinema, Phoenix? A,
0: no, Phoenix Big Sun. Fuck. Or Phoenix Big Cinema. Is it a casino? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even think they know what they are anymore. Um, I will say, like, the lobby area feels more like a movie theater than Cinemark. Uh, Cinemark's weird, yeah, for sure. Um, but, what was I going to say? It's still about Star Wars. Sturbers. 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 Um. I was very excited for rise of skywalker and i still am but now i have some concern as of around quarter after eight this morning when i saw that chris terrio is the screenwriter for it the riot chris terrio his last two writing credits what do you think they are kevin uh i bet it's an x-men movie i'll do you one better Justice League oh, no. and Batman v Superman. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so now it's like, sweet Jesus. What is going to I thought <laughs> it was going to be like D.B. Weiss and whatever the fuck Facebook <laughs> So now it's going to
0: be like Chewbacca fighting Poe Dameron He's gonna be about to kill him. They realize their moms have the same name. So and he's gonna have his throat
2: him. on on his Chewbacca's gonna have his thing, and he's gonna be like, "Tell Bartha," and he's gonna go.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be Oscar as a
1: girl. And
0: Chewie's like. <laughs> it's like nah! If they just had an entire. Movie, <laughs> if the entire last installment of the
2: saga was in the Wookiee language, I would honestly, I would see it, but probably more times than I saw La 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 it. was
0: so it's technically a foreign language film qualifies for a foreign language Oscar. <laughs> oh Um, boy on that note we never got to my note but it was about a completely separate series so I don't feel
2: too bad yeah we'll we'll get to it next we'll get to it next week um alright fam you know what that was a cohesive conversation yeah we're learning I think this was a good episode I think it was this was a good episode for once I can say that I actually had fun did you have fun I did good dog Happy for you. You know I love Star Wars. Yeah, no,
0: this the was the fact a- that I was able to name all four Jedi Masters that tried to arrest Palpatine.
2: Yeah, normally. Sheev Palpatine. Yeah, normally that would uh, be a big turn off, but I am diamond hard, so can't wait to turn off this microphone. We didn't even talk about Yaddle. Oh, don't, please. <coughs> I can only get so erect, baby Yaddle. Do, 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 do. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you had fun. I had fun, and for we have fun. I've been Kevin, Papa Sauce. You know me. You'll love me
1: yeah.
2: most of the time. I go back and forth with my tongue. What? Uh, I'm always dug. <laughs> you sure are, and that's what I'm we love drumstick. about you. i All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll catch you in the next one. And uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, please. Tell your friends. We're trying to start a conglomerate here. What the fuck? Also, invite us to your GD parties. Holiday parties is coming up. We know you're having them. We see you on the gram. We see you. Grammy. Yeah. Gram.
0: All right, babies. But, hey, that's just a theory. A
2: podcast theory. All right, babies. We'll see you in the next one. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Get out of here.